We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of 10 Things with former Chiefs reporter B.J. Kissel, giving you all the stats, stories, rankings, and records you can handle for the next 30 minutes. 10 Things is presented by Kansas City Strength and Conditioning. For the baseball or softball player you know who is looking to get better, call KC Strength and Conditioning. This is what they do. And now, let's go to B.J. Kissel for the latest installment of 10 Things. What's going on, Chiefs Kingdom? I'm B.J. Kissel. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of 10 Things presented by our friends at KC Strength and Conditioning. If you know someone who needs baseball or softball training in the Kansas City area as that season is just around the corner and all of that work is is picking up right now. Please call my friend John Renzi at 913-638-8960. Again, this is KC Strength and Conditioning. They are baseball, softball training experts. They have sent hundreds of kids to college and getting kids drafted from the Kansas City area. I've known John for more than 20 years. He's always been a go-to guy for uh, questions and concerns and getting help with what a body needs to maximize its performance specifically on a baseball or softball field. So call KC strength and conditioning. If that is something up your alley again, K- kids ages eight to 18 uh, is right in their wheelhouse. It's where I'm going to be sending my kids uh, as soon as I get to that age and start training for all that stuff. But appreciate you for hanging out for this episode. If you've checked out this episode before, you know what this is. It's a lot of stats. It's a lot of records, a lot of nuggets, a lot of information is, coming from the Chiefs communications and the PR staff and their post-game notes that they send out. But a lot of crazy cool records and paces, and it's just it's a lot of meat uh, with this show, not a lot of color. Uh, we've got plenty of shows for that here at KC Sports Network. Uh, but again, I appreciate you for spending part of your either Sunday afternoon or part of your Monday with us. I'm going to do my best to uh, manufacture some energy. Um, we had a party up at Holiday Distillery. Shout out to Holiday Distillery uh, for hosting uh, what was a Chiefs watch party slash birthday party for myself that turned 40 on Friday. And we had some friends and um, people up the distillery to their event center. If you're looking for anywhere to have an event uh, in Kansas City, you've got a you know family event or even like a company outing, uh, call Holiday Distillery, their event center. It's a phenomenal place to go hang out. Uh, but a lot of us had a very good time. Like I'm sure most of you watching this had a good time watching the game. So uh, I'm going to leave it there. But let's get into some of uh, these things. It's it's called 10 things. But uh, today, let me look here. We've got like 12, 
So not bad. I've I combined Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. They always have like five or six different nuggets within here. I just counted as one um, just so stay close to as 10 as we can. But uh, here are 10 things to know following the Chiefs 27-20 win over the Jacksonville Jaguars on Saturday in the divisional round of the AFC playoffs. And that is number one, Chiefs qualify. <clears throat> Excuse me, the Chiefs qualify for a fifth straight AFC title game with Saturday's 27-20 victory over the Jaguars. The Chiefs have qualified for their fifth consecutive AFC championship game and will compete for the Lamar Hunt Trophy on Sunday, January 29th at 5.30 Central Time. That is kickoff for the AFC championship game against an opponent to be determined uh, as I'm recording this. The Bills and Bengals are playing right now. The Bengals are up 14 to nothing, so we'll see how that plays out. Uh, We will have a live show, which will come out after this show records, but we'll have more content for you uh, following that game. And uh, Kent Swanson and crew are going to hop on and talk a little bit about the chief's opponent uh, and who they're going to be facing in the AFC championship game. Uh, But it was the clubs or the chiefs fifth consecutive conference title game appearance. And that's tied for the second longest streak in NFL history. The chiefs have tied the 1973 to 77 Oakland Raiders who did this five times as well and trail only the 2011 to 2018 new England Patriots who were a part of eight straight AFC championship game appearances. Absolutely crazy. Again, golden age of chiefs football. Hopefully they can get the next dub and get back to a super bowl and then put another ring. Um, on all those players, coaches, and staff members' fingers. Uh, But again, Kansas City now tied for the second most consecutive conference championship appearances. Uh, They're tied with the Oakland Raiders and only trailing the New England Patriots. They'd have to do it three more times uh, over the next three seasons uh, to tie what the Patriots uh, did with their dynasty run uh, with Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and company. All right, moving on to number two, Andy Reid cements his place in NFL history. Saturday's victory marked the 10th postseason win for Andy Reid as head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, where he started back in 2013. That's extending his franchise record. Uh, They already had the most wins as a head coach in Chiefs history, but he now has 10 postseason victories as head coach of the Chiefs, but also 10 postseason victories as head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, where he was the head coach from 1999 to 2012. Andy Reid is the only head coach in NFL history to have 10 or more postseason wins with two different franchises. And his 20 total postseason wins move him into a tie with Pro Football Hall of Fame coach Tom Landry for the second most playoff victories in NFL history. He broke a tie with Pro Football Hall of Fame coach Don Shula and trails only New England's Bill Belichick, who has 31 career postseason wins. I don't think it's a huge surprise now we're talking about Andy Reid. We're talking about context of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and the things that they do in terms of like best ever to do it. Um, with their records, whether it's passing yards, passing touchdowns, receptions. We'll get into all that here in a little bit as we get into those two guys. But uh, always got to remember, same thing with Andy Reid being one of the three or four best coaches uh, in NFL history. The numbers you know, solidify uh, that thought. Um, but furthermore, Reid is also one of three coaches to lead a team to five consecutive t- conference title games. We just went through that, but uh, he was tying Pro Football Hall of Fame coach and his late great friend John Madden, uh, who did again did that five times with the Oakland Raiders during that streak we just talked about for the second longest streak and trailing only again Bill Belichick, who had it eight times with New England. Reid also led the Philadelphia Eagles to four consecutive NFC Championship games from 2001 to 2004, and he's the only coach in NFL history to lead two different teams to streaks of at least four straight conference title games. Not a huge surprise there. Andy Reid continues to get it done. 
Um, I've said it before, say it again. I think every time you know we Chiefs win big games and get ready to play another conference championship game, need to remember that none of this would have happened had Clark Hunt, the Hunt family, and the Chiefs brass at that time flown to Philly and made bringing Andy Reid to Kansas City a priority in the way that we did. Um, we as in Kansas City, uh, that we're all a part of it, but ended up being probably one of the best things to ever happen to the city. Uh, again, with Clark Hunt getting Andy Reid to come to Kansas City back in 2013 because he was a highly coveted coach. There's been a lot of stories written about that. I'd ask anybody who's interested about this or wants to, you know, just have better con contextualize and have better understanding of how special this is go back and see how it started and see the decisions that were made in order to make this happen um again greatest stretch in, in chiefs franchise history uh what it's done for the city for you know small businesses everything it's just been an amazing run all right number three travis kelsey and james winchester set new postseason appearance record with appearances in Saturday's AFC Divisional game against the Jaguars, both Kelsey and Winchester recorded their 16th postseason game in a Chiefs uniform. The pair set a new franchise record for postseason games played, breaking a tie with former safety Daniel Sorensen. Um, and then Harrison Butker and Chris Jones each appeared in their 13th career postseason game with the Chiefs, moving into a tie for the fourth most postseason appearances in team history. Patrick Mahomes and Derek Nottie each appeared in their 12th career postseason game for the club, tying for the most, ninth most in franchise history. And we know it hopefully two more games uh, this season, but definitely at least the AFC championship game and will continue to rise in the rankings for all of those players. All right. Now it is time for the Patrick Mahomes section of today's show. Uh, it is worth noting. We should talk about that. The reports are a high ankle sprain for Patrick Mahomes on the hit from Arden key that has been dissected by every member, um, every chiefs fan on social media and a lot of national reporters, um, slowing it down and playing it really, really slow motion on whether it was a dirty hit or not. Um, but that's normally a four to six week injury, but we know Patrick Mahomes isn't necessarily normal. It is going to be a thing, uh, but we know that Andy Reid has a week to game plan around a not quite as mobile Patrick Mahomes uh, with how this goes down. So I wouldn't put anything past Patrick Mahomes, but definitely something that is going to be a huge storyline. And you've already seen fan bases are, the fans for both the Bengals and Bills basically saying whoever wins this game is going to the Super Bowl because they don't think a hobbled Patrick Mahomes uh, can beat their teams. So the only one way to find out. All right, let's get to the Mahomes section of this show. Number four, Patrick Mahomes reaches 30 touchdown throws. With two touchdown passes in Saturday's game, Mahomes now owns 30 career passing touchdown in postseason action. It's crazy. Uh, that total moves him into the top 10 all time in NFL history. He is now tied with pro football hall of fame quarterback, Terry Bradshaw for 10th most touchdown passes in a career in the postseason. It's your weekly reminder that Patrick Mahomes is 27 years old. Uh, the player with the most career postseason touchdown passes, not a huge surprise here. Tom Brady with 88 and Tom Brady is also 45 years old um, or 18 years older than Patrick Mahomes. All right. More Mahomes stats. Mahomes add another, adds another 100-plus rating game in the postseason. Patrick Mahomes finished the game with 22 completions on 30 attempts for 195 yards with two touchdowns and no interceptions. That was good for a 112.5 passer rating. It marks his eighth career postseason game with a 100 or more passer rating, tying Drew Brees and Troy Aikman for the sixth most in NFL playoff history. And now it's time ladies and gentlemen, for the Travis Kelsey section of today's show. Number five, Travis Kelsey sets record for receptions. 
Travis Kelsey caught a game-high 14 passes for 98 yards with two touchdowns in Saturday's AFC Divisional game. His 14 receptions set a new postseason single-game franchise record, eclipsing his old mark of 13 receptions. Kelsey now owns five of the top six single-game postseason performances in terms of receptions in Chiefs franchise history. The only game in which a player had even close to as many receptions as Travis Kelsey has had uh, at his best in the postseason is Tyree Kill in that game against Buffalo last season on January 23rd, 2022. Kelsey's 14 receptions are tied for the third most receptions in a single postseason game in NFL history. And with his 14 receptions in Saturday's game, Kelsey now has 120 career postseason catches moving past wide receiver julian edelman for the second most in nfl history he now only trails pro football hall of fame wide receiver jerry rice for the most postseason receptions in nfl history travis kelsey needs 31 receptions over his next two games which would be record-breaking uh 15 game 15 reception game and a 16 reception games probably out of the question for Travis Kelsey, at least in terms of receptions uh, to have the most in NFL postseason history, but um, has moved into second place and there were no other active players uh, within the top five. It's just Julian Edelman, then Rob Gronkowski and Reggie Wayne uh, are in the top five for most receptions in postseason history. Another Kelsey one moves up the receiving yards charts. With 98 yards receiving in Saturday's game, Kelsey now owns 1,389 career receiving yards in the postseason. He passed Pro Football Hall of Fame wide receiver Michael Irvin for fourth and tied Rob Gronkowski for the third most postseason receiving yards by any pass catcher in NFL history. Again, this is wide receivers and tight ends combined, and Travis Kelsey is well on his way to surpassing at least Julian Edelman. He is only about... Let's say 53 yards shy of tying Julian Edelman. So 54 yards in Travis Kelsey will be second in NFL history in terms of receiving yards, where, as we just mentioned, he's already there for receptions. And so, again, Travis Kelsey continuing to climb uh, and do crazy, awesome things uh, in the playoffs. And not a huge surprise. Another way of saying this stat is that now Travis Kelsey has tied Rob Gronkowski for the most receiving yards in postseason NFL postseason history uh, by a tight end. And so tight end tied needs basically one catch one yard, and he will have the most receiving yards in postseason history for a tight end. He needs basically 53 yards. We said to tie Julian Edelman for second. Um, and then Jerry Rice is kind of in a world of his own. He's got 2,200, excuse me, and 45 receiving yards. So uh, they take a lot more games. Uh, for Travis Kelsey to get there, but not put anything past him as long as he wants to continue to play. All right. Another Travis Kelsey one scores a pair of touchdowns on Saturday on the chiefs. First offensive possession of Saturday's divisional game. Kelsey scored his 13th career postseason receiving touchdown later in the first half. Kelsey then hauled in a second receiving touchdown. And that one was from Chad Henney on that long drive that we'll get to here in a little bit, but that was Kelsey's 14th career receiving touchdown. He extends his postseason franchise record for receiving touchdowns. And he moved within one touchdown reception of tying Rob Gronkowski for the most catches touchdown catches by a tight end in NFL postseason history. He also moved into third place for most receiving touchdowns by any player in NFL postseason history so yards receptions touchdowns he's one solid game away we'll say one touchdown and 54 yards receiving with at least he's already got the reception one so 54 yards and a touchdown and travis kelsey will be second place in nfl postseason history 
among all players for touchdowns, receiving yards, and receptions. Crazy. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. The NFL playoff action continues. We're one step closer to Super Bowl 57. And for the NFL division round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. I love doing the stepped-up same-game parlays. I've been doing the anytime touchdown score parlays. They're always fun, and you always got a chance, as BJ Kissel says. And here's what you got to do. got to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code KCSN. New customers can bet just $5 on the NFL divisional round and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. All right. Kelsey's touchdown reception from Mahomes in the first quarter marked the pair's 12th career postseason touchdown connection. The 12 scoring connections in the playoffs are now tied with Pro Football Hall of Famers Joe Montana and Jerry Rice for the second most scoring connections by a quarterback and pass catcher in NFL postseason history. They are three connections shy of tying Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski for the most quarterback pass catcher postseason scores in NFL history. A lot of the same information, just packaged in different ways. Uh, those two guys are continuing to redefine what um, the golden age of Chiefs football looks like in the postseason and that everybody knows they're going to go to them. They still can't stop them. All right, number six, Marquez Valdez-Scantling finds the end zone in the fourth quarter. Uh, this player right here, it was a as much as is Marquez Valdez-Scantling getting his touchdown, we'll get to it in a second. This was a display of grit from Patrick Mahomes, who this is after he came back into the game, who basically threw a jump pass dot on a bum ankle in a huge moment for the Chiefs to make it a two-possession lead uh, there in the fourth quarter. But it was Marquez Valdez-Scantling who scored and caught the ball from Patrick Mahomes for his first postseason touchdown for the Chiefs and second postseason touchdown of his career. Again, it was a six-yard grab from Mahomes on that play, putting the Chiefs up 27-17 in the fourth quarter really was the uh, difference in that one. An absolutely crazy play from Patrick Mahomes, but shout out to MVS for, for catching the ball and being in the right spot at the right time. And yeah, that play in the context of it, 
when you watch that play, maybe in five or six years, you might not remember that he was on a bum ankle, but when context is added, one of the bigger plays uh, that we've seen from Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, considering uh, that he was injured, came back from a high ankle sprain, which again, based on all the internet doctors out there, will tell you it's about four to six weeks for that to normally heal. Again, Patrick Mahomes, not normal. All right, number seven. I like this one. Frank Clark moves up in the record books. In Saturday's AFC divisional round matchup against the Jaguars, Frank Clark recorded a four-yard sack of Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence. The sack marks the 12th postseason sack of Frank Clark's career, moving him into a tie with Pro Football Hall of Fame defensive end Reggie White for the fourth most sacks in NFL history in the postseason. Clark also extended his own Chiefs record for the most sacks in the po- in a postseason career uh, to nine. Clark finished this afternoon's or Saturday afternoon's contest with three solo tackles, including two for loss and one quarterback pressure to go along with that sack. And looking ahead towards uh, Sunday's game against whoever it's going to be again at the time that we're recording this, the Bills and Bengals game is not over, but Frank Clark and looking if he gets one sack, he will move into third place in NFL postseason history for the most sacks. He'll break his tie with Reggie White, and he will surpass Terrell Suggs, Super Bowl champion with the Kansas City Chiefs, well-known for his time with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and then he is Frank Clark is two-and-a-half sacks shy of tying Bruce Smith for second um, all-time in NFL history. And again, four sacks shy of tying Willie McGinnis for the most postseason sacks for a player in NFL history. So... Gets two sacks in the AFC title game, two sacks in the Super Bowl, maybe two and a half. He'll have the most sacks by any player in NFL history in the postseason, which is not bad. Uh, That's exactly what you want to see from your leaders and your guys to step up in the biggest moments. And we have seen that throughout Frank Clark's career in the postseason, uh, closing things down, making big plays at the right time. And again, we already know that if he's that high up on career sacks, obviously he leads the Chiefs, but uh, it's always interesting to look at these numbers. Again, with his Chiefs career, Frank Clark, nine career postseason sacks. Three of them came with his time with the uh, Seahawks to give his 12. But among Chiefs players, Frank Clark leads with nine. But tied for second is Derek Thomas with six and a half. Neil Smith had six and a half postseason sacks. Both Frank Clark and Derek Thomas played 10 postseason games. Frank Clark had nine sacks. Derek Thomas was six and a half. And then Aaron Brown in his six postseason games had five sacks for the Chiefs between 1966 and 1972. And then rounding out the top five is Justin Houston, who played in seven postseason games for the Chiefs and had four sacks between 2011 and 2019. All right, moving on to number eight, Derek Nottie earns his first career postseason sack as Derek Nottie recorded an eight-yard sack of Trevor Lawrence in the game's third quarter. And now Nottie owns one career sack in the postseason to go along with four career regular season sacks. Derek Nottie finished the game on Saturday with two tackles, including one tackle for loss and one quarterback pressure to go along with that sack. Moving along to number nine, This is also a special one, kind of sealed the game for the Chiefs, and it was just great to see a lot of the rookies step up, and we'll uh, talk about a couple of the Chiefs rookies here just in just a second. And as rookie cornerback Jalen Watson joins small group, rookie cornerback Jalen Watson made Chiefs history when he snagged his first career postseason interception in the fourth quarter of Saturday's win over the Jags. Trevor Lawrence attempted a pass to wide receiver Jay Jones, but it was picked off by Watson with the one hand. We had Steve Spagnuolo called a blitz. He had a free rusher at Trevor Lawrence. And uh, if you paid attention or listened to any of our shows during the week, said that the Jags would allow free rushers more than it seemed a lot of other 
teams when you watch them and it, whether it was a protection thing, whether it was a communication thing up front, you just saw it. I had, I'd watched it during the wild card game between the Jags and the chargers. And one of the things that stood out to me in that game was how many free rushers Trevor Lawrence had coming at him, whether that's him not IDing it or the communication not happening up front with those guys. We saw it in one of the biggest moments with Jalen Watson picking off his pass. It was Watson's, Postseason interception as a rookie makes him one of five Chiefs to ever intercept a pass as a rookie in the playoffs. Jim Marcellus had three. He's the only player in Chiefs history to have multiple postseason interceptions in their rookie year, and that was in 1969. Uh, Watson added three solo tackles, two passes defense, and one quarterback pressure to go along with that huge interception. And let's go to, I'm going to skip out of order based on what I have written here, but uh, let's go to another rookie uh, late round pick for the Chiefs. That was running back Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, he carries the load in the backfield for the Chiefs, and he's really stepped up during the second half of this season. Uh, and that was Pacheco. He carried the ball 12 times for 95 yards in this game, averaged 7.9 yards per carry to lead all ball carriers. His rushing yardage total was good for the sixth best single game mark in postseason game in franchise history. And it was the most rushing yards by a rookie in a playoff game in franchise history. I'm going to say that one one more time. His 95, he had one catch for six yards. So technically he had 13 touches for over 100 yards from scrimmage. But as far as rushing the ball, his 12 carries for 95 yards was the most rushing yards by a rookie in a playoff game in Chiefs franchise history. So if you talk about Jalen Watson being a late round rookie pick that stepped up and made plays, Isaiah Pacheco being a late round rookie that stepped up and made plays in this game, Chad Henney, who I'm going to get to here in a second, is a obviously not a rookie, but a veteran to step up and make plays. This is a really good display of you know depth and development and all of those things that we've talked about uh, with Brett Veach and what they were able to do with this draft um, this year and the previous year. Uh, Joseph Hefner does sports data, um, the sports data scientist, um, analytics guy for us at KC Sports Network. He writes on our Substack. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to that. A lot of really good uh, in-depth information coming from Hefner and the, the stats and everything that he does to look this up. But uh, he's been putting these graphics out every week showing that the Chiefs had, I think it was the seventh most snaps played by rookies Um in 2022 and when you combine the last two draft classes uh, as far as rookies and second year players uh, who were drafted obviously the Chiefs had the fourth most snaps played over the last two years in the NFL not postseason not teams that are only in the postseason all 32 teams across the NFL the Chiefs are getting top five production uh, when I say production those are snaps value being out on the field is valuable especially for a team that's the number one team number one seed in the AFC the amount of value they're getting from first and second year players is crazy considering the success they're having on the field and that they really reloaded while not missing a beat um, on either side, being the number one seed, hopefully hosting uh, the AFC title game in Arrowhead uh, against the Bengals. Should the Bengals win the game again, that's going on right now, as opposed to going down to Atlanta, I'd love for chiefs kingdom to get another opportunity to watch this team play. All right, let's go on to what should be number 11 since I went out of order here, but uh, that was Butker. Uh, another big storyline coming into this game and what we've seen throughout the years, the struggles with extra points, field goals, the whole deal. It became a whole different ball game uh, when, you know, uh, Dustin Colquitt came out and said Tommy Townsend hasn't been doing great with the holds. Uh, and that became a whole thing. And then we did more analysis as a collective fan base over holds uh, than probably any fan base in NFL history. Um, but shout out to Harrison Butker who had big time kicks in Saturday's game that helped the Chiefs secure that 27 to 20 victory. Butker made two 50 yard field goals and now owns four 
50 plus yard field goals in his postseason career, marking the only 50 plus yard field goals in franchise history. So obviously that's a record. Uh, Butker becomes the first Chiefs kicker kicker to have multiple 50 yard field goals in a single postseason game in franchise history. Like I just said, Butker joins a list of eight other kickers in NFL history that include Dan Bailey, Tyler Bass, Matt Bryant, Mason Crosby, Robbie Gould, Evan McPherson, Jason Myers, and Matt Prater, who have made two 50 plus yard field goals in a single postseason game, tying for the NFL record. Butker finished the day with nine points on two field goals and three point after attempts, all being good. It's exactly what you want to see when you're going to face either the Bills or the Bengals in the next round. You're going to play close games. You need to make sure that the things that you can take for granted that you can take for granted uh, when you get to the playoffs. All right. Last but not least, let's get to number 12. That is Chad Henney. He deserves his own section and is stepping in for the injured Patrick Mahomes early in the second quarter. Chad Henney completed five of seven passes for 23 yards and a touchdown, not lighting up from a box score standpoint, but Chad Henney orchestrating that phenomenal 98 yard touchdown drive following Mahomes injury really kind of put everyone at ease at the time. At least it did for the, for the crew that I was watching the games with. Um, and on that 98 yard drive, we saw Chad Henney convert on two third down passes to extend that drive and obviously had the touchdown to cap it off to Travis Kelsey to get that done. Obviously the big run from Isaiah Pacheco, where he kind of got stuffed in the backfield, turned the jets on, got around the edge. Um, unbelievable run from him. And really um, that's the, the difference. Um, not to make a knock on like Clyde Edwards Elaire, because I think if Clyde Edwards Elaire steps back in, I think that he can add, add value in different ways. But that play right there is kind of the difference um, for what Isaiah Pacheco has brought to this team uh, from an athletic and from a burst and from a big play standpoint. Um, that his 30, I think it was a 39 yard rush that he had on that 98 yard drive kind of put him in position to score that touchdown with the touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey. But um, Isaiah Pacheco stepping up, we just said most rushing yards for a rookie in NFL history or in chiefs franchise history. Again, 7.9 yards per carry um, against the Jags defense like that. That was impressive. So anyway, Thank you all for tuning in uh, to this episode of 10 Things. We will have plenty more content getting you ready for the AFC Championship game. Uh, a lot of us at KC Sports Network are actually headed out to Las Vegas uh, for the East-West Shrine Bowl so we can start gathering some draft content that we'll bring to you guys in March and April. Uh, the event's going on now, so we're going to double dip a little bit. We're going to get some NFL draft coverage, uh, at least gather some of that content. Um save it for a little bit until the chief season is over, but we'll be out there. We'll be bringing you the same content that we've been doing. We'll just be all together. Uh, and the setting will be a little bit different. Uh, be beautiful out there, but we're excited to go out there and, uh, yeah, have some live shows. We're going to be at the, uh, blue wire studio at the wind casino for a couple of live shows. So that should be fun. We'll be hanging out there, uh, for the AFC title game. So make sure you, uh, like and subscribe uh, with us on YouTube. Turn those notifications on because we've got some cool stuff planned uh, for this next week as we're obviously out there gathering, like I said, draft stuff, but also getting ready for an AFC championship game. Uh, should be a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully Chiefs get to go back to that Super Bowl. But appreciate everybody for hanging out and bearing with me as I tried to manufacture as much energy as I could uh, right now. But thanks all for hanging out. Please hit that like and subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcasting platform if that's your deal. I'd appreciate all of you. Have a great week. and. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. 
Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.